Everybody, this is Nick Sorrentino, you know, and this is the Business Socializer Podcast for January 22nd, 2023. We're pleased that you're with us. This week, we're going to talk about TikTok. Uh, we're going to talk about universities banning, some universities banning TikTok. Talk about some other TikTok stuff. We're going to talk about some interesting food trends um, driven by social media. And we're going to talk about AI and ChatGPT a good bit too. And a few other things probably. Uh, first, TikTok. So TikTok, uh, you know, we don't have to tell you, has taken the world by storm over the past three years. Uh, and by now, you're probably aware that TikTok is under significant right, you know, pressure from the government, the U.S. government. Um, the feds have banned TikTok from all federal devices, federal government devices. Um, it includes military, um, the State Department, and so on. Uh, a bunch of state governments have done the same, uh, and now some universities are, are starting to do it. Uh, University of Texas is the latest, um, uh, but some other universities, Oklahoma, Auburn, Georgia, uh, have all banned TikTok, or at least the Georgia public university system. I don't know if the University of Georgia has or not, but anyway, it seems like all the good football schools uh, have banned TikTok. Um, anyway. Uh, but there are more universities coming down the line that will be banning TikTok. Uh, now, what does this mean for us? Well, TikTok is also, you know, it, TikTok is under under uh, regulatory scrutiny because um, of its ties to the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, it's a Chinese company. Any large Chinese company has, is going to have a lot of ties to the to uh, the Chinese government. That's just those are the rules of the road in China. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, and people have got, you know, in the West have gotten hip to this, uh, you know, and, and moved a, against TikTok. Uh, you know, consider for instance, like, um, you know, a bunch of, uh, you, you know, soldiers enlisted guys, um, you know, using TikTok, uh, they're deployed somewhere and they start looking up a certain thing that, uh, you know, um, you know, a trend emerges and let's just say in theory, you know, somehow somebody on the back end of TikTok could see, uh, you know, this, this trend, um, that could be very valuable information. Anyway, that's the thinking behind, um, uh, the government coming after TikTok. Now, uh, you know, TikTok has been good for, has been good for many small businesses. There are businesses that exist, uh, because of TikTok. Uh, there are businesses that thrive because of their TikTok presence. Um, if, if we did an article last week um, about how TikTok offers the best bang for the buck in terms of advertising. I mean, uh, there have been, you know, um, studies on this, and, and it looks like right now, um, the TikTok advertising is where it is at. But it reminds us of... Uh, of Facebook back in the day, uh, yeah, I can. I had a project going uh, in, you know, starting in 2011. Um, and anyway, by the time you know it's 2012, 2013, 2014. I mean, that, it was just incredible on Facebook. I mean, the money that was spent, the the value that we got um, was just uh, immense. I mean, we grew this project uh, significantly. Um, but then things changed. Uh, algorithms changed, leadership at Facebook changed, and that golden era. At first, it 
just started to fade and then it really just kind of went away. Um, and the, the bang for buck, I mean, I think it's Facebook still has lots of value in terms of advertising, uh, even with, uh, uh, Apple making it much more difficult for Facebook. The Facebook ads still can work uh, if you use them the right way. Um, so we're, we're not saying that they're not valuable, but there was a time where I mean, Facebook ads were just incredible. Um, and, uh, frankly, I'm sorry to see that era go, uh, that was a good time. Uh, anyway, uh, but you know, TikTok might be going through this through kind of a mini period like this, where this is you know, it's just it, it just makes sense for a lot of people. The the value per dollar is just you know, it's just too good to pass up. But you got to keep in mind in the back of your mind, especially now, that you know, TikTok as we know it could change. Uh, a you know it. Senator Rubio in Florida has, I, I don't know that he's introduced legislation or whether it's still being cooked up or whatever, or just being floated. Uh, but there's talk of a, a TikTok ban in the United States, similar to the ban that India um, imposed on TikTok. India and China uh, have been at odds for decades. Uh, and India saw TikTok as a security risk. Uh, and it's pretty clear that a lot of people in the U.S. government see TikTok has a security risk too. Now, saying that, I mean, there's lots of great stuff about TikTok. I mean, anybody who's spent any time on there knows that there's there's value in it. Um, and man, you know, it, the generations they, they just eat the stuff up. Um, you know, which might be part of the problem. I don't know. Uh, it depends on you know. So you never know exactly why you know these sort of moves happen. Um, the fact that TikTok is putting such pressure on the likes of Meta and Google and Twitter and these American companies is interesting. Um, so you you never know uh, if there's being pressure, uh, you know, pressure coming from those uh, companies to move against TikTok. Who knows? This is the world in which we live. Um, but anyway, uh, TikTok continues to, I mean, it's not on the meteoric rise that it was before. It continues to grow. Um, there's a, in the letter we cite, by the way, uh, you can see it in the, the paid version. Actually, may have included it in the free version. Um, you know, how many, it comes from marketing charts, how many times uh, a day, uh, or just the general usage of TikTok uh, by uh, U.S. adults. Uh, one in 10, roughly. Americans use TikTok daily. Um, between uh, folks between 34 and 44, it's almost one in five. Um, now, the, a slight majority say they don't use TikTok at all. Um, you know, uh, so uh, you know, 52% say they uh, of adults say they don't use TikTok at all. But uh, there are a heck of a lot of people that are using it. Uh, and, and as we can see, I mean, and it, it has been amazing, but it, the point is anything can go away. Platforms can go away. They can be regulated out of existence. Potentially, uh, you know, they could get taken over by new leadership that one doesn't like, uh, algorithms can shift who knows. Uh, and that is why it is important to have a toe in multiple social media and not, you know, Instagram and Facebook, which are owned by the same company, but, you know, broadly, 
Um, and uh, maybe, you, you know, it, it, it will save you trouble uh, down the road. Um, and we'll keep the conversation going around your business in the event that one of these, these social media, you know, outlets just, you know, does something stupid from your perspective. Um, trust me on this one. It, it makes sense. You know, there are probably 10 or so social media, probably more than that, that were, where depending on the business, you can find value and I would pick, you know, maybe three, um, and spread yourself around. Um, you know, it, it, it can be done. It's kind of a hassle on the front end. Um, but over time, it gets easier. Uh, so definitely, please consider that. It's a good idea. You never know what's coming down the line. Um, all right. Well, something uh, a little different. Uh, interestingly, you know, you, you may have noticed the price of things has gone up significantly. <laughs> I'm sorry, small business people. Uh, I know you guys know it more than anybody else, probably. Um, but anyway, what's interesting is um, you're starting to see all these sort of interesting trends emerge driven by um, inflation, the cost of living uh, generally. And one of them is um, the emergence of canned fish as cool, uh, like sardines and stuff. And like, uh, and you go online, you go into, go into TikTok or, or go into uh, YouTube and look up, uh, like uh, sardine date night, something like that. It is very interesting. Um, basically, it's it's kind of like, um, you know, it's it, it's people who who are oppressed for you know who are you know, money short, but they still want value uh, in the food that they eat or whatever. And they see value in uh, having food that is interesting um and canned fish can be interesting i i, I think they're kind of neat i mean i like anchovies um i have some canned eel uh in my pantry i have not um summoned the guts yet to uh to have it i really should i probably would like it um but anyway uh, maybe i'll tell you next next podcast whether or not it's any good oh maybe i'll make it Put in some pasta or something. I'll be good. I bet you it's salty. Anyway, um, but but it's interesting because you know, this uh, we think is a trend um, that you're going to see more and more of um, in 2023. Uh, and social media helps make this possible because people can communicate these these ideas, where you know people are just trying to find real value for their for their you know increasingly strained. Uh, financial situation. Um, you know, let's hope we avoid, a re you know, uh, a recession, um, a significant recession uh, in this coming year. Um, I think we're all watching for that. Anyway, um, you know, on that front, uh, there have been layoffs. Um, and interestingly, they're being, they're coming out of uh, tech. Uh, it is interesting how you know, each recession uh, usually has an industry that kind of leads the way. Uh, and tech apparently had uh, and maybe has a lot of fat in it um, that uh, is being cut now. Um, and anyone who's ever lost a job, and I have, uh, years ago I lost my job. It was not a good thing. Um, many, many years ago. And it was not fun. I was 
you know, young husband, uh, new father, uh, very difficult. So I feel for anybody who, who um, gets laid off or whatever. Um, yeah, I, let me put it this way. I, I remember uh, uh, the crash of 2008 uh, very, very, very well, <laughs> almost day by day. Uh, it was a very difficult time. So uh, there's, even though there may have, may have been a lot of fat and a lot of people made a lot of money that maybe they shouldn't have made, um, you know, we still, it stinks when people lose their jobs. But anyway, uh, so tech is kind of leading the way on that. Uh, and what nobody's really talking about is that I think that the emergence of AI, um, is part of this. Uh, I think a lot of, uh, businesses are, um, I mean, people are starting to talk about it now, but I think a lot of businesses are looking around and seeing that they can automate a lot of stuff, um, that is like typically white collar. Uh, pretty good paying stuff uh, with AI. Um, you know, it was only, you know, for for the past year, we've kind of been, you know, uh, pounding the table, uh, as they say, uh, you know, on AI. And, and over the past month, uh, you know, with the emergence of ChatGPT, which came out about two months ago, um, suddenly everybody's really paying attention um, you know, and, uh, you know, it's interesting going back to what I was talking about before on the layoffs. So Microsoft, and we mentioned this in the letter, by the way, in the, in the, the paid letter, if you're not a paid uh, subscriber, please consider being a paid subscriber. Uh, we really appreciate your support, uh, and it helps us keep doing what we do, try to provide you very, very high quality information that's actionable that helps you make money. Uh, every single, uh, letter we send out, um, is, uh, you know, when I, it's supposed to be a value add, uh, and we think we, that we do that. So please, uh, if you're not a paid subscriber, please go in and, uh, click the paid subscriber button. Uh, you know, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Anyway, uh, anyway, Microsoft has, uh, invested $10 billion, uh, in chat GPT. All right. At the same time, like the same week that they announced this, um, they're laying off 10,000 workers. So consider that, um, you know, that we are in, as, as I said in the letter, I, I think a profound state of flux in the economy. Um, AI, I think we're only just coming to terms with it. Um, for instance, uh, over in uh, Davos, um, now Davos is this confab of, you know, uh, for people who don't know, most people probably do, but, you know, uh, or all these like business leaders and government leaders all come together, presidents of companies and presidents of, com uh, of countries, you get together and talk about trends that they see emerging for the new year or what they think should be uh, a trend in the year or whatever. And what, uh, you know, and every job, it happens every winter at the beginning of the year, um, and uh, there are always trends that emerge out of Davos and the big one or a big one that came out of this year's Davos is AI, because I think a lot of people's heads are, are swimming. Uh, people have used ChatGBT. If you haven't used ChatGBT, I, I encourage you to do so. It is pretty interesting. Uh, but I think a lot of these leaders have just started to really, really think about what AI means. Um, 
And what AI fundamentally means, you know, we're gonna we're gonna know a lot more over the next year. That's for sure. I mean, this is it's good. This is gonna be a huge trend for the for this year. AI is going to. I mean, I think it's possible that we're moving into, you know, a a, a different sort of thing. Um, anyway, I'm not going to go too far out of the limb there, but but uh, as we say in the letter, you know, times they're, they're changing and they're changing fast. Um, in the letter, we uh, we have a uh, interesting video from uh, Boston Dynamics, the robot company, uh, where. <laughs> Like basically the company, this it's insane. The robot, it, I mean, it's like it's Terminator. <laughs> and so you know, take that hardware and dovetail it with the with the Chat GPT software, and what do you got? You know, um, the implications are potentially crazy. Anyway, this is a trend. This is something that's going to um, impact our businesses in this next year. Uh, so it'd be wise to. You know, keep an eye on it. A um, couple of other things, you know, Instagram. Uh, if you've been using Instagram shops, well, you know, you're probably not going to use it too too much anymore. Uh, the Instagram has blown that up, uh, and that's interesting because uh, the people at Meta, you know, Instagram, Facebook, uh, thought that social commerce was really going to become a uh, a real a money maker for them, and it hasn't yet. Uh, to the point that they uh, are shifting their focus back to just straight up advertising. Um, so that's an interesting trend. Now, TikTok seems to be doing really well with it, uh, with uh, social commerce. Um, so, um, you know, things are being shuffled. Uh, last thing, uh, interesting story from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, more than $150 million, uh Money transfer records are reportedly accessible without a warrant by more than 600 law enforcement agencies. Uh, that's crazy. So if you're transferring money around, um, like, uh, you know, um, I guess the threshold is $500. Uh, the, the, the feds could just go in without a warrant, I guess, and, and, and track it down. So, uh, you know, hey, uh, I don't know, that, that, I just think that's a very interesting um, thing. You know, we have a Fourth Amendment uh, in this country, and you're supposed to be secure in your in your papers, uh, uh, digital papers, and whatever. Um, but uh, as as we say, it, it does seem that the Fourth Amendment is often forgotten these days. But we just offer that up as a point of information for you. Um, anyway, uh, also in the letter, the top uh, uh, twenty five small business tax deductions for twenty twenty two. Check that out. It might save you some money. Anyway, that's enough for this week. Um, look forward to the next week. Uh, thanks again for listening. And this has been Nick Sorrentino.